Meltdown presents the Disney Click with Rick and Briars. This podcast is sponsored by Meltdown Comics and Collectibles in Hollywood, California. Find Meltdown on meltcomics.com. Hey guys, welcome to the Disney Click. I'm Rick. And I am Briars. And we have a very special guest. I have to say, I've never been surrounded by so much intelligence, beauty, and geekiness in my life. We have Tiffany Smith. From, welcome. Welcome, <laughs> Tiffany. Yeah, that was a pretty good intro. I, I'm I like, oh, pretty... I was just going to be silent until you stopped because I was like, he's going to keep saying good stuff about no, me. I you, like this. You are worthy. We, we've been talking a little bit and she she really is a... A geek among she among knows men, stuff, right? For sure, yeah, a little so, bit, a little bit. So she's uh, does a podcast called Far Far Away, the Far Far Away podcast. Yep, with uh, John Rocca, Roca, Roca, about Roca. Star Wars. Yeah, right. we do. It's on Geek Nation, and it's a weekly show that we just talk about the films, any of the canon, the books, the comics, everything that's Star Wars related um, on Geek Nation. Okay, and we'll we'll get to that back to that in a minute. Uh, you're also uh, part of the Fandango Network, uh, the movie Threesome. Yep. Which is kind of a fun show where yeah. her and her co-host. Yeah, uh, Christian wel- Harlow. Christian Harlow, welcome a uh, guest from the industry. And it's just kind of a fun little um, segmenty piece where they put gummy bears down their pants and that sort of thing. <laughs> so, right? We, we do a loser should thing every week because we bet on. You didn't lose very much. No, but I did lose this week. So if you want to tune in tomorrow, the new episode's going up and... I what did I have to do this week? Oh, I had to eat baby food. Last week I lost and I had to raise my hand every time I wanted to talk. And then they <laughs> shot nerf guns at me if I didn't raise my hand. And That's this awesome. week I had to eat baby quick, food. Quick side note, we went to a baby shower, which is a horrible thing for for me to go to many many years ago, and they had a game Guess the baby food. but And you had to eat the baby oh, food. I eating see, the baby yeah. food is bad enough. But what they did is they put it in diapers. So you're eating brown prunes. It look like that, Yeah, it was the yeah, grossest a... thing ever. So that's what brought you brought yeah, back no. a very bad I, memory. I'm not going to lie. I realized as I tasted the baby food, I was like, this is why babies cry so much because it tastes <laughs> disgusting. It's right. like the one that I picked was like watered down tomato, carrots, and squash. And I was like, it almost oh has gosh. no flavor, but enough flavor for you to be like, this is gross. <laughs> so I'm like, I feel bad for all the babies across the world. <laughs> babies unite. Let's get some like candied baby yeah, food or something exactly, like that. Exactly. Something. Uh, okay. Well, I didn't think we'd talk about baby food, but you learn something <laughs> new every day. Yep. And uh, also she does uh, the DC All Access show on the DC YouTube channel. Yes. You- YouTube. Yep. YouTube. 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 YouTube channel. Yeah. Uh, very cool. And, you know, even though we are the Disney click, we, we like, I like DC stuff, you know, I'm proud of it. So yeah. don't, uh, we don't, we don't judge here. Good, no. good. Well, cause I'm a fan of both comic book sides of things, DC and Marvel image, all the like indie ones as well. But, um, I first worked for Marvel doing the red carpets for their films. And then DC was like, we want to do a weekly show. And I was like, hey, Marvel, you want to do a weekly show? And at the time, they weren't ready to do anything like that. And so I was like, okay, cool. I'll go work for DC. I still have a great relationship with everybody over there. And Comic-Con this year was one of my favorite moments. We were at the kickoff party to Comic-Con. And it was the whole Marvel crew that I'd worked with meeting my whole DC All Access crew that I was working with. sounds kind of nasty. I was like, this is the best ever. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's the people you've gotten to interview – for DC and Marvel, I'm insanely jealous. It, it's just so cool 
Who, who are the some of the people you have interviewed? Um, well, I think, I mean, for based off the Marvel films kind of stuff, the first thing that I did was the Avengers red carpet premiere for the first Avengers film. And I just remember being at the El Capitan Theater and walking up to the front and Kevin Feige was supposed to introduce everybody. And the producer came up to me and was like, hey, Kevin doesn't want to do it. He wants to be introed as well. Like, can you intro everybody? And I was like... Oh, my God. Uh, okay. okay. Um, so you get there, and a lot of times when you do live events, you don't know what the actual setup is going to be. So they were not only broadcasting it on the front of the El Capitan Theater, but they were playing it inside the theater. So everybody who'd already gone in was watching. And so I get up there, and I'm like, oh, my God, I get to introduce all of everybody who's in the movie. And I'm standing up there, and I'm like, Robert Downey Jr., <laughs> Tony Stark. And I'm, I literally, like, little kid me was thinking about, did you ever think you would get to introduce the Avengers in this way, in this setting, in Hollywood? No way did I ever think that would happen. And it was definitely one of the best moments. Um, so getting to do that was really cool. And then I think Comic-Con last year, I've, I've interviewed the guys from, you know, Chris Evans and Mark Ruffalo multiple times. But last year at Comic-Con, they had just flown in. Um, and nobody knew that they were there yet. We we're the first interview that they did. They literally gotten off the plane. They were filming Avengers 2. And I just had so much fun with them because we were playing and we did kind of – the posters had just come out from the film. And I was like, how do you guys do a good superhero pose? Because it's got to be kind of awkward. Yeah, I got to think – I got to think we see them with the, the after effects. Yeah. Right? yeah. But yeah. it's kind of – Green screen. It feels cheesy to be just, going like this. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, so you said so that. So Chris was like, yeah, it's really awkward. And I was like, come on, show – like, just tell me what you do. And he's like, I'm not doing it. And I was like, okay, I'm going to stand up and you're going to coach me through it. And he was like, I'm embarrassed for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I did it. It was embarrassing, but it was a super fun moment where I'm like, cool, I just got to get coached for a superhero pose by Captain America. Are you kidding me? Like, there are so many people who would love to be in your shoes, myself included. It'd be kind of awkward for me and Chris Evans to, to be like, posing or something yeah. but no well he wasn't like, posing he was oh, just he was coaching. coaching you he was he was coaching from the sidelines he was like okay now turn around and make it, you've got to really get into it and i was like oh god this is so awkward <laughs> that's neat you have like a history with them now though you know you see them and you've interviewed them before yeah so it's just like you fall back into it yeah that's cool. so it's definitely fun and exciting and every time you go in you're like oh my god this is the coolest thing ever right right yeah. and you also get to since we're talking about you, I've seen you on air with Kevin Smith, who's somebody yeah. I grew up with watching yep. on the film. And that that's pretty – I know he's big into Batman and everything like yeah. that, but that's pretty he's cool too. He's friends with so. Batman. He is. Yeah, they're best friends. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Okay. True. True he statement. directed him in a bunch of movies. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe for a little while they weren't friends, but they're friends again. Right. Back Good. on. We're talking about Affleck. Yeah, yeah. I figured that. It's code. Yeah. I just want to give a blank expression. <laughs> I like I like throwing Briars off a little bit with my blank no, expression. Oh, okay. Like, so to make her explain something yeah. to me, and then yeah. I embarrass her later on. It's really bad co-hosting. Mm-hmm. So yeah. the first time I met Kevin um, was for the Blu-ray release or the DVD release of Man of Steel, and so it was him and Zack Snyder and uh, Kevin had hosted the live stream. Um, And I interviewed them after that. And it was just so funny because Kevin is such a Batman fan and just knows everything about it. And so you get getting to chat with him a little bit about Batman was really cool. And everyone's like, Smith on Smith, because he does Batman on Batman. Um, And it was just he makes jokes where the setting that we were in, he basically was like, I don't want to spoil this for anyone, but we're on the set of Batman v Superman. And Zach was like, we're not on the set. Right. <laughs> so it's fun having somebody else there that can kind of say things where it's like, I'm not going to get in trouble. He can say whatever yeah. he wants. Right, right. Um, and then we had him co-host an episode of DC All Access, which was really fun. Very cool. Oh, wow. I, you know, I, I checked it out. I recommend you guys check it all out. It's, it's okay. You can listen to us and 
see DCL access. Yeah, well, it's, it's true. Okay. It's okay. Yeah. We We're all on the same team. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Go. Geeks. Geeks. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say something else, but geeks is, is better. Nerds, geeks, okay. whatever. <laughs> I was like, nice. I don't know yeah. what you were going to say. No. What were you going to say, I d- Don't ask. Let's, <laughs> let's talk. Let's get, back, let's get back to the Disney-verse yeah. here, and let's talk about the Far, Far Away podcast and Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first thing I, I want to know from you is how did you get into Star Wars? Um, so I, I've always been a huge fan of kind of these world-building films and books, and so I grew up reading Lord of the Rings almost every year that I could. And so I will always, when people ask, they're like, Lord of the Rings or Star Wars. I wish I didn't have to pick. I'm always going to pick Lord of the Rings over Star Wars. But Star Wars is epic and awesome. Mm -hmm. And so I just remember the first time seeing it, feeling like there is this character of Leia who is so strong and so awesome. And really the driving force of the film, if you really think about it, because if she doesn't put the message in R2-D2, no one's going to do anything. None of the things that happen in that film are ever going to happen. Um, so I just remember connecting with that character and being excited that there was someone that I could totally relate to in ways. Um, and then it was just so fun. Because did you ever like, do the buns? Oh, yeah. I mean, is that a stupid oh, question? That's no. a stupid question, so, isn't it? I've never done the I, – I just did the buns last year because I oh, went you're, you're to – you're a late bun. I am a late bunner. I'm a late bunner. I'm a late bunner. I did it for – I was at – oh, gosh. Was it Kamikaze? Well, I did Star Wars Speed Dating. Which it was, <laughs> it was for Fandango because um, Fandango was sponsoring Star Wars Speed Dating. And apparently they were saying like so many people have met and gotten married from doing this like every year at the con. So I was like, I'm getting dressed up because I thought everyone else there was going to be super dressed up. So I got like massive buns and I made a little like funny video where it was like, I like big buns and I cannot lie. <laughs> um, no, no, you didn't. Awesome. Oh, yes, I did. Okay, yes, I did. Um, it's on my Instagram. Nice. So that was the first time that I did the buns, and I definitely added like tons of extra hair in because I was like, I want them to be huge. Um, So yes, I've done the buns before, but I will never, and I use the word never loosely because who knows? But I really, I don't ever want to do the slave Leia cosplay. I had a feeling it was gonna be the gold Mm. bikini. Yeah, I just, I feel like it's one of those ones that's so overplayed at this point. Friends, that I'm like, friends. Yeah, I mean, that's where I went. So many other costumes, (laughs) and now especially with the new films coming out, it's like I want to dress up as Ray. I want to dress up as Kylo Ren. I want to dress up as Finn. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. All of them. Yeah, so so needless to say, I think you're pretty excited for this uh, this coming December. Yes. Yeah. I there. I guess it's we're probably about ninety. Seven or eight days away. We're in the nineties days away from the premiere, which I'm wow. super. But, but who's about. counting? Yeah, I am counting. Okay, I am totally counting. Um, but it's great because right now they started all the journey to the Force Awakens stuff that has just come out, which I super excited because uh, Weapon of a Jedi came out, which was by Jason Fry. It's one of the the, the novelizations you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, one of the youth books that came out or young adult, I guess. Uh, but there's a character in it named Jessica or Blue Three, I think. Who I'm like, people started tweeting me pictures of her. And I was like, they they put me in the book. Like, it is no crazy. Really? It is, do, you re- do you really think that? You really? I mean, it's, it's like, I, t- I tweeted the writer and I was like, hey, this looks just like me. He retweeted it, but he didn't respond. Do you so know the writer? Like, no, I've never met him okay. before. Um, so I, Jason Fry. So I retweeted, he retweeted and I'm like, I'm just going to assume for the rest of my life that he's like, yeah, it's Tiffany. <laughs> <laughs> Why so, not? Why not? It's not. But um, I just started reading that one. It's really cool. And, you know, trying to keep up with all the novels that are coming out. Um Lost Stars just came out, which is really, really good. The Tarkin book is one of my favorites. Um, so, yeah, I try and keep up with everything. I watch 
a lot of Star Wars Rebels. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I haven't seen Star Wars Rebels. I'm kind of, I'm, I know, I know, I know. I'm waiting to I'm waiting to binge either. watch on it. I, I've seen all the Clone Wars, but yeah. the, the, I mean that's we're going way back now. But Rebels, it's sort of. I'm well, gonna, but Clone Wars is canon. No, so you're good. Okay, okay, you're good. All right, but Rebels is canon Rebels as well, is right? Canon okay, too. yeah. So, this is right. another cartoon universe. Yes. Okay. I so, just want to clarify for the laymen out there, <laughs> like myself. So Star Wars Rebels is on Disney XD, and it has, like, a couple of younger characters on it, like Ezra, um, Sabine. It's just, like, it starts off as what you might feel like is a kids or teen show, but they deal with so much cool stuff on it. Like, Vader comes in. I don't want to give any massive spoilers, but Vader is Vader in this right. show. It's not He's, like, bad, bad Vader. Yeah. Um, the Inquisitor comes in and is a... Huge, awesome villain throughout series, season one. Um, and just, you know, it's I, I don't know if Disney even realized how big the show was going to be. But I remember at Comic-Con last year or at Kamikaze, I go to, it's either Kamikaze or Comic-Con, I can't remember. But they were like, it just, the panel was so huge. And even Freddie Prince Jr., who voices Kanan, was like, this is, we <laughs> never expected it to be the way that it is and the reaction that we've gotten from everyone um, and so I think that's why this new season is kind of like crazy about when it's actually starting. Right. And I feel like it's because they were kind of like, we didn't know that we were going to have to do so many episodes for season two just yet. And because it's canon, it's like we can't move too far forward and give anything right. away. Right. I, well, I think the, wow. the DVD or, or something's just been released. Of season one, yeah. Yeah. So I, I know I'll Watch catch it, with it the soon. Kids. I, I would love to. Well, they saw yeah. that they saw an episode or two. My two kids saw an episode or two of it before I did. It was kind of sad about that i like to watch these things we with just them. I, I like sharing things with my kids and star wars is a big deal for for my wife and i to share with our kids and we're getting a new tv at home so we are going to show them the original trilogy before they see the you know Prequels. the force awakens okay. no well i mean we don't so know wait required. here's the here's the big uh, question what you say. Do okay. you show them? what order do you show your kids the movies in i think i, I i'm worried about the first three are kind of flashy and more interesting to young eyes, I think. Are you talking prequels or prequels? The, the prequels, okay. they're, they're, they're flashier for young eyes, I think. But, yeah. it, but for us more developed eyes or brains or what, however you want to say it, I kind of think that there's more layers and more interest to the, to the original, right? So the question is, what do we do? Do we, do we show them the eye candy or do we show them like the meat of, of the story? I, I kind of want to go towards the meat. My, my daughter has seen the first Star Wars. Okay. At this point, I think she she liked it, but I I One, think maybe she's a little bored. A New Hope. Okay. Sorry. Oh oh four. Yeah. It, okay. when, it was I Star Wars when I and then New Hope has been thrown in there. I think she was a little bit bored by it though. So and we hmm. started on Empire a couple years ago, and she made it through the Hoth scene, and and that was it. She's yeah. older now, and I think she appreciates geek culture a little bit more now. I mean, she's nine now. Yeah. So. We're going to try again. Do you have to show the first three? I don't think you yeah, do. Yeah, do you think that's... You're talking if the there's prequels. not enough time. Yeah, the prequels. So you would... prequels to the prequels. The first three. I see what you're saying. You have to show like... original. The yeah. original three. Well, what would you those do? those you have to see. I don't know. It should be mandatory for children. They shouldn't be allowed to go see seven if they haven't seen four, five, and six. <laughs> True. You, boy, you, you are a True. taskmaster. Bro, yes. Well, okay. no, I'm... four, five, just... six... <sighs> I feel like if you haven't seen four, five, six, it would be harder to go into the new film. Mm-hmm. But there's going to be a lot of people, and I think that that's what JJ and Disney and everyone's doing such a good job at, about is making it a world that anybody can kind of jump right. into. Because it's like my my family knows Star Wars. My dad's into Star Wars. My mom's like, cool, it's Star Wars. We're definitely going at Christmas to see it. Like, yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Right? You know, where it's one of those things where you're just like they have, they've done a great job of really permeating everywhere where it's like – 
I mean, we were at Marshall's and TJ Maxx and Michael's this weekend. The and advertising. Star yeah. Wars is everywhere. Right, right. So I, I tweeted out I was I was at the Disney store in Santa Monica with my family and and they had these great PJs for my son. We got him the first order stormtrooper and everything like that. There were no PJs for for my daughter. And oh. my daughter my daughter was kind of disappointed. Okay, I'm just gonna tell you right now. Yeah. Go to Target. Uh-huh. Because I just bought myself Star Wars a zip up onesie. And they have a Leia one that has a hood with the buns on it. No. And they're way. fleecy onesies. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're for adults, but they also have children's ones. Okay. <laughs> so, it's right on the way home from the Brea. I, I, it's right there. Okay. I, I will let, we'll check it out. But yeah. I, I do, I, that sounds awesome. And yeah. I know there's stuff out there for girls, but PJs, there's, there's things that are obviously unisex. Yeah. But I, I was surprised that there was no Princess. Leia, uh, maybe not Princess Leia, but the the new uh, the new Daisy is playing. Ray. You know, you know Ray. Thank you. Uh, they could do something with her yeah. and Star yeah. Wars. And, well, they you definitely. Know. The cool thing is, and I love this about the whole like rollout that they've been doing. Kathleen Kennedy always talks about the fact that you know we're going to reveal stuff not just through the regular channels where right. it's like the toys came out on Force Friday and they had reveals about all the different characters who they really were and story behind them. Um, and so, yeah, on the costumes that came out for Halloween for Ray, they had like more detail about who she is. Um, obviously we know she's a scavenger, but we don't know that much else about her. Um, except for the fact that they're like, she's like the one hope of everyone for taking right. down the first order, which you're like, there's always what? a hope. <laughs> there's yeah, right? always a hope. Yeah. <laughs> a, you know, it's, 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 um, really exciting to see all this stuff. But I have to say, I've said this before in our podcast that I, I would be happy if they didn't show any more scenes from the movie, yeah. I'd be really happy. I we know that's like, sacrilegious and like we want more and more reveal, and more. Too many trailers. I'll take a teaser. I don't know. That's we have enough. Don't Doesn't yeah. everybody have enough with like that? Super 8 with showed? J.J. Abrams. Here's what he I'll gave say. such a great teaser. We've gotten, we've gotten teasers. I don't need to see more, but if it comes out, I'm watching no, it. Of we still watch it. <laughs> I but I don't still, want the temptation. Yeah. Yeah. I'll still watch it and overanalyze it with all my friends and talk about every little detail that we possibly yes. can talk about. But I don't need it. It's, I don't need anything yeah. else to make me go see it. And that was kind of – there was um, a rumor that came out about the post-credit scenes that they're going to do for the new films. So now they're saying that it's possibly going to be either a teaser for Rogue One mm -hmm. with an extended scene from Rogue One, which I was like – this is cool. But it's kind of going yeah, back, isn't it? Like, well, I mean, it's going back in con like timeline yeah, for right, right, Star right. Wars, but Rogue right. One is the next one that's right. going right. to come out. And sure. that's how far away? I mean, the next, next year. year. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I don't know if people who aren't massive Star Wars fans and are in Hollywood or following the film industry even know that Rogue One's coming out. Yeah. Because it's like there's moments where I went to – I was at a movie theater like a couple weeks ago and these two dudes were behind me and there was a poster for Batman v Superman – and the one dude was like, oh, Batman and Superman are going to fight each other in a movie? No way. I was like, you don't have know you been living under a rock? When we, we live, we, everybody Everyone in here, everybody that. in here, I think, lives in this world where we know these things. Yeah. But yeah. there's a whole other world yeah, out there where they don't know this. Most people still know about. I don't know. But some people I don't, know. don't. And wow. the thing is, is that it was like, I, I got really excited. Like, at first I was like, how does he not know this? And then I got really excited because I was like, listen to how excited he is. Like, yeah. that's awesome. And so the same thing with Rogue One where it's like, maybe it's a good idea to put it at the end because a lot of people don't know what the movie is. And that's post-credits, which yes. not everyone even stays yeah. for. But the problem with it for me is that, like, as we're talking about teasers and trailers coming out, is I really enjoy watching them online and then talking about them with all my friends. 
When I go to see The Force Awakens, I want to talk about The Force Awakens. I don't want to leave and be like, The Force Awakens just happened. Oh, wait, and Rogue One. Right. Well, (laughs) you'd be okay with the tease tease for the next movie. I don't know how they would do that exactly. Right, so far. You know, but but I see what you're saying. And and they are, you know, Rogue One, for those who don't know, is is how they stole the plans of the first Death Star and the the squadron. And so it is a very different time frame that we're talking about. And although it's going to be really cool, I'm kind of with you. Like, let's... Let's be in the moment here on The Force Awakens. Yeah. We have plenty of time for the hype yeah. train on that. And this one's just a rumor. It's not official yet. So yeah. we'll have to wait and no see doubt. when the movie actually comes out, what happens gotcha. after. I have another – I have an, I was listening to the Far, Far Away podcast and you are talking a little bit about the Force Friday and the toys. Yeah. And I have one word with a question mark after Okay. This. Okay. It's going to be Furbaka. Furbaka. You got the Furbaka? I did buy I have gone on record as saying <laughs> – it, quite possibly, I got a Furby for my kids a long time ago, and it was the the worst purchase I've ever gotten anywhere. Like, like it's you know, I bought, I've gotten food poison yeah, from bad food. Yeah, it's a Furby Chewbacca. Yeah, it's a Furby Chewbacca. Chewbacca. Yeah. So it's... Oh, my God. Yeah. 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 So, okay, here's the deal with Furbaca. That's awesome. I want it. When the list of everything that was coming out, I was like, Furbaca looks so cool. I want it. I got to have it. Got to have it. I didn't get to go to the stores on Force Friday. So on the way back from Palm Springs that weekend, we stop at Target, and I'm like, they have a Furbaca, I have to buy it. It's not cheap. That's the thing. The Furbaca <laughs> is not cheap. And while I was in Palm Springs, we were hiking, and there was a little girl with a Furby. It was kind of annoying. It was really annoying. It kept talking. You're, you're, and being, I was you're, like, being, you're yeah. being kind I'm right like, now. we're in nature. We're enjoying this. And the thing's like, I'm hungry. Like, <laughs> oh <my laughs> making all these crazy noises. And I'm like... I'm just I'm buying the furbaca because I didn't get to get anything. It's still in the box. I haven't oh, you taken, taken the furbaca out. out. Oh, yeah, it hasn't okay. Made here's the thing. It's like I, a Pandora's I box. Yeah, it is. It is. Don't open I it. I haven't taken it out yet, but it looks so freaking cute that I want to take yeah. it out and put it on the shelf. But I don't know just that I want to turn it on so gently. Yeah. No batteries. Don't just keep the batteries it. out of it. Yeah. It runs out of batteries pretty quickly. Well, because That's I've the never, good news. I don't really even understand. Like, because <laughs> it's on constantly. If I'm being a hundred percent honest, I don't really understand what you do with a furby. Like. I have the app just on my phone happy. and I have to like feed him and like sway it into happiness. Basically, basically you do anything, Maybe. you do anything to make it talk more, which you don't want it to do. <laughs> so it, it's really perhaps the worst toy ever. Okay. And I think it's really cute too, but it's the worst toy yeah. ever. You're be- so get, yes, get a I have lightsaber a or something. Okay. Well, I, well, I'm sorry. I already have Anakin's I, lightsaber. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I have that one. I wanted Kylo's, but I was like, I'm going to pause on this because, so this is the other cool thing. When you go to, I went to Star Wars Celebration this year. And was looking around at all the booths that they have there. And they have booths where it's like custom. They're not lightsabers. They're light swords. I think that's what they call them. Because they're not officially Star Wars sanctioned. They can sell them at Star Wars Celebration. But it's not like Anakin's lightsaber or Yoda's lightsaber. Um, But they were like, like one of them was like $1,500. Because it's like the guy like hand engraves it and embosses the like hilt with all these cool metals and stuff for fifteen hundred dollars it better work and be able to cut somebody's arm off it doesn't it doesn't cut anything off but he does do all these like tests where it's like it's super sturdy like you can really hit it on things and it won't break and they actually had which this was the coolest part um so lightsabers are this is like i'm gonna get super nerd uh lightsabers are based off of kyber crystals so it's like each jedi has to go to the temple to earn their kyber crystal and that's how they make the lightsaber that's how they make the sword clone wars they talk about that yeah yeah 
Um, so this guy had actual kyber crystals that, like, when you wanted to take the blade off, you had that little part still there, which looked really cool. And I was like, it's basically like buying an art piece. If you are a real massive Star Wars fan and you're like, you want something cool and intricate and not just kind of one of the, you know, character lightsabers, these are really cool. I wouldn't throw down Legit. that much money for it, but. Does the crystal choose you, or is there some kind of like it's not, not Harry Potter here? I know. I that's that <laughs> the was crystal my has chosen you. Well, you. I, I mean, mean if, like depending if on you watch Star Wars Rebels, which... you'll get to see Ezra get his kyber crystal. Okay, I'm I'm intrigued. Yeah, I'm looking okay. into it. <laughs> Briar says has, has has admitted that she's a Star Wars fan, but yeah. but I think she would I'm be a kind of a, a five in the scale, and I'm yeah. I'm probably more like an. Eight or nine, and you're obviously a, a 11, 10. 12. Yeah. yeah about, so I don't want to yeah. insult you and say no, 10. No, it's inspiring. Here. I wish yeah. I knew more. I'm like, I should write a book. I would read it. So, so, I, so I also want to know. I also want to know, and this is our little taste of some Disneyland, Star Wars land coming to Disneyland. Mm. Can you handle it? I'm, I'm so excited because, so Star Tours, this is. Oh, I love Star Tours. Star Tours, Tours makes me nauseous. Oh really? I can't guilty. do okay. Guilty. Yeah. A little I bit, a little bit. People that have that. It's the I don't know if do you wear contacts? Yes, I do. Okay. So, um, I feel like it's one of those things that if you wear contacts and the room moves and you the it's the 3D, 3D glasses. glasses for whatever reason, it does not sit well for me. Interesting. And so, oh. I, I try and do it because I'm like, oh, I really want to go in. And I want to go in. <laughs> well, they're doing a new scene from the Force Awakening, yeah. right? So they're you got to do, do it a new again. Scene. Of course I will. But the thing that excites me is like all of the added stuff where I remember going to the park and they were selling the Star Wars comics in that shop in Tomorrowland. And I was like, if I, if I, when I was little, if I came into the shop and they had comics, I would have been over the moon to buy them. You don't have to go to a comic shop. You're in Disneyland. Right. And they have Star Wars comics. And and I will say, we talked about this earlier, but the number one thing out of uh, D23 was the announcement of Hyperspace Mountain. Yeah. Which totally is exciting to me because it's like... It's next year. It, yeah. It's not four or five years down the yeah. road. It's and I can't wait for that. Well, and they're breaking ground on Star Wars Land in two thousand sixteen now. Right. Which Correct. I'm like, that is craziness. Right? It's shocking so, for I, Rick. Rick thought it would be a well, lot I longer. Two thousand twenty, two thousand twenty one. I well, but that's breaking ground. They I thought breaking ground was supposed to be two thousand seventeen. They pushed it back they did. To, or earlier to sixteen. But does, but does that mean we're gonna get it in two thousand nineteen now? I don't know. I would assume. because here's the thing. If you go to Disneyland now, just because of like, all the hype about it, you see more people. I like to play these games at Disneyland. One, I like to count people who are wearing DC shirts at Disneyland because I'm like, ha you don't know Disney Marvel. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. Continuity, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But if you look too now, it's like there's so many people with Star Wars stuff on there, more so than even just like straight Disney, like Mickey or Minnie or whatever it is. Sure. And so if I'm working at Disney and we're talking about the park, I'm like, we need to get this park open ASAP as close to the movies as we possibly can to like really – like bank on that. Well, the reason why they you you might know this, but the reason why they took dragged their feet because Star Wars Land was always part of those the plan. people outside are really excited about Star Wars yeah, Land. Apparently. Too. Go Star Wars, <laughs> guys! Um, that that they were uh, waiting to see what the new world new movie was going to be about and yeah. get an idea, and they didn't want to they didn't want to have it stuck in the past. They wanted yeah. it more in the future it. and incorporate in the new movies. So I think that we would have had it would have been under construction by now had they yeah. not been so concerned about that. So. Well, one thing that we talked about on Far, Far Away that I thought was interesting was they've talked about, and I would love what you guys think about this, is that they're saying they may not do any more of like Mickey as a Jedi or Goofy as Darth Vader because Star Wars fans are saying it diminishes the Star Wars brand. And John and I talked about this on the show, but I was like, I completely disagree. Like, 
I feel like when I see Mickey as a Jedi, I'm like, it's Mickey cosplaying as a Jedi. Yeah. It's not right? like super. It's charming. not like he's Luke Skywalker. Well, one, you know? yeah. one thing they one thing they got away from when they purchased Star Wars is they didn't want to. Star Wars had become very like a a big joke. They were doing all these things that were it was just a big joke, and and I think part of that was Mickey and Goofy and R two D two. You know, in the art, in the you want to say Jar Jar, just say it. it's fine. Jar Jar was just a big joke. <laughs> um, but I, so I think they really had to rethink what they were going to do. And I, I'm with you. I like seeing that. I think it's neat to see the yeah. characters cosplaying. I like yeah. it a yeah. lot. I yeah. I think it's awesome. So I hope they don't votes go away. For it. Good. We'll I see. hope they don't yeah. go away. We'll see. But I'm excited in the meantime to see what they do with the the Force weekends are coming up, and that's going to be really excited. Yep. That's a good segue, I think. Before we get too much into into Disneyland, we're we're about to go into a, a Disney list here. Far, far away yeah. in a land. Far, far away. Galaxy. Far away. Galaxy. You are a five fan. It's, it's okay. In the, I'm a five. <laughs> I think I dropped to a four. <laughs> that would be in your prologue. 3.5. Like, always call it Galaxy. Right, right. All right, so. And now, the, the Disney, Disney list. The list we're doing is top five Star Wars characters. I know it's simple, but but Tiffany, we got you here. Yeah. This is this is one of your areas. I wanna I wanna know your your opinions. And what we do here is we each pick uh, ahead of time five things. In this case, Star Wars characters mm-hmm. that we want to that we think are our favorites or the best. It can be whatever reason. This can be from anywhere in the in the Star Wars canon. I think, but yeah, I I don't know if Tiffany's gonna really throw out people there that I'm gonna be like, who, <laughs> what? Yeah, and um, we don't talk about I might. it. No, yeah. no. <laughs> I think I'll you know most of yours. Explain it. Um, I, and we don't talk about it ahead of time. I don't know Tiffany's list. I don't know Briar's list. They don't know my list. And uh, we just kind of have fun with it. Yeah. Or try to have fun with it. Do we have fun with it? I hope Yeah, we yeah. We give each other okay. a hard time This if is we so off subject, but do you spell your name like Briar Rabbit? No, there's an E. It's okay. close. Okay. Yeah. I'm Splash Mountain. I, oh, it's my of course. Favorite, okay, gotcha. It's my favorite ride. Too. Yeah. yeah. We, we, love, we love Splash Mountain. Love Splash. <laughs> yes. So, uh... Would you do the honors to kick us off with number five? We go from five to one. Okay. So my number five, and I feel like this is probably going to go up the list when The Force Awakens comes out, but is BB-8. Okay. Um, And my – do I give my reason? Sure. Okay. So I think that for me this one was just because of the fact that JJ was talking about so much about doing practical effects and wanting to have characters where it was like – the actors could actually play with them and act against them where it was like we saw that first little clip and it was like, oh my God, BB-8 it's real. And then at Star Wars Celebration when BB-8 actually came out on stage and everyone was like, oh my God. I was I was blown away by that. That was that was yeah. huge. Yeah. Like how do they do that? Yep. And hearing all of the actors kind of talk about acting against BB-8 <laughs> and they're like, like even uh, I think Oscar Isaac was talking about that he's like, I don't know if it's a he or a she, like where it's like gender specific. They're just like, it, BB-8, like, they don't know what to say. I never thought about gender yeah. with the droids. Androids, well, I always right? think yeah. of the droids of uh, R2-D2 and C-3PO as, as male. Yeah. Certainly C-3PO, I, I guess. Certainly think of yeah. them, yeah. But, but BB-8, I mean, who knows? Who knows? We'll yeah. see when the movie comes out. But I think he's number five. It is number five on my list. <laughs> I guess he's a he in your eyes. <laughs> we, have, we have the answer. Yeah. <laughs> number five on my list. Well, you hear to hear first. BB-8 is a mm-hmm. male. In my mind. Giving off male vibes, <laughs> yeah. at least, right. in the trailer. Okay. Um, but I think it's just because of the excitement surrounding that character for me. It was really, really cool. Very cool. Yeah, I, I, I'm really intrigued, and I love that little um, Sphero. I don't know if that's what it's called, the remote yep. control thing. Mm-hmm. That's really – we got to play with it this you, weekend. As soon as they come out with a Roomba BB-8, right? I want it. Great the, idea. I would have it on all the time. 
I love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Although there's got to be a mode where you can shut off the beeps and boops. Yeah. Because that might get a little Bob annoying. Iger, can I just have like 1% of the room? Well, so One-tenth percent. Well, <laughs> yeah. You're getting oh greedy gosh. here, okay? <laughs> my God. Whatever. Just a little bit of it. You said it on our podcast. So it's we, true. We, we get a little bit too, okay? Oh, man. I know. It's okay. Um, so you're number five. My number five is... Uh, I don't. I think some people might not be as into these characters, but I love the Ewoks, and I love. I'm just teddy like bears. The little teddy bears. I didn't say anything. Okay, okay. Although uh, I'm pushing eyes, for, I'm pushing eyes. for Ewok toilet paper though. They have everything else, and I, I'm like on a Twitter campaign to get <laughs> Ewok toilet paper. So you can wipe your butt with their faces. Oh, there's a lot so of uses like for toilet like paper. Thank you. Oh, I thought you were saying instead of like the Charmin bears, like having Ewoks in the commercials. That I'd be into. It well, on, I, the, I saw on the paper. Chewbacca is on coffee creamers, coffee made coffee creamer. I think they could do an Ewok. They have Star Wars duct tape. Yeah. They, they have these things. So why not Star Wars toilet paper? And so, I mean, you want to... You want to wipe right, your exactly. butt with well, Ewoks. Well, they're, they're, like they're, they're soft and furry, aren't they? I'm just saying. Is that so wow. wrong? I, wow. I don't know. I, don't I like know. my idea of the Charmin bears being yeah, Ewoks yeah. instead. That's that works, better product that works placement. too if you want to and... rain on my idea. Thanks a lot. Sorry to interrupt. No, it's so fine. So the Ewoks. Now I'm just seeing them on toilet paper. Uh, yeah, the Ewoks. And I, I, spit, I picked um, Wicket, played by Warwick Davis, mm-hmm. a Harry Potter uh, alum. And yeah, I, I love those characters. I fostered a dog that looked like an Ewok. And I just, I don't know, I love that whole scene. And they save the day. Some people get annoyed with them. But again, like Princess Leia, if, if they weren't there, they helped. Yep. They helped the, the cause. As a kid, I, uh, the Ewoks are not on my list. And I think they are the butt of a, a joke a, a bit <laughs> But <here>. of a joke. <laughs> That's why you <laughs> want them to be doing it. I paper. guess so. Mm-hmm. That was unintentional. Yeah. But thanks for pointing I'm out, Priors. So um, obvious. But my childhood memories are from Return of the Jedi. And I love, I love the movie. And the Ewoks, I, I'm not ashamed to admit, were I, they didn't. They didn't bug me back then. They were for yeah. me. So I, I have a fondness in my heart for you. And they're not CGI, which I like. Yeah, well, that's I don't it. know. I think that's why, you know, Jar Fair Jar enough. and some other right. characters get more flack. Right. They're You're real. Right. And so many Well, speaking of Jar Jar, he's my number five. No. No, I'm just oh. kidding. He's not my number five. I was about just, to get no, up. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Jar Jar is not my number five. Um, we, he's we, your number one, we, isn't he? <laughs> he is. Stop spoiling my list. <laughs> my, my number five is uh, Darth Maul. Um, it's a good one. I was talking the other the other night with my wife about this, and and he's the representative from the prequels, the Phantom Menace. He was kind of wasted in a way, I will say, mm-hmm. but he was menacing. You can say what you will about you know Episode One and how eh, mediocre, maybe that's kind. It, it was, that and is. there's a, there's a lot wrong with the movie. Darth Maul was everything a bad guy was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. He looked evil. He was he was. Bad A with that with the the double lightsaber, <laughs> and uh, he he just how he how he spoiler alert how he died was really cool. Yeah. I mean, just like they just wasted him. I wish yeah, it was too. He, they just need to keep him around. <laughs> <laughs> so like he to me is, and I know something about my list is I have I have quite a, a few vil- I have quite <laughs> yeah. a few villains on my list. It says something that I really like the villains, and um, so I tell you that ahead of time. But he he was a favorite of mine, and I'm. I still want. A standalone, really, that delves more into the fight with Obi-Wan and Darth Maul. I want to see right. more of those interactions. Definitely want to see more of Darth Maul. What's the um, race that Darth Maul, what, what his race, do you know this? I know they had they did a whole Clone Wars episode on it. I thought maybe you know this. I can't remember. Um, but they go, to his, plan, they go to his planet and they train yeah. in Clone Wars. Like one well, of the, and that's the thing yeah. is that Darth Maul, I think that when you watch Clone Wars, right. you become a bigger Darth Maul fan. 
Maybe. Um, Maybe, If yeah. people haven't watched that, if you want to see more of Darth Maul, definitely do it. And Sam Witwer voices the character, and he's just so good. Yeah. So good. Awesome. Um, okay, you're number four. Uh, my number four, I got to look at my list because I'm like, who did I put? I thought about this before coming on, and I was like, uh. Um, okay, so my number four is Kanan Jars from Star Wars Rebels. Okay. Um, <laughs> voiced by Freddie Prince Jr. <laughs> okay, got it. Um, but I loved it because this character is – the Last Padawan. And if you're reading the comics, the Last Padawan comic that came out is so good. Um, but he is one of the last after all of the Jedis are wiped out. He goes under the radar, doesn't tell anyone that he's a Jedi anymore, um, and has to start teaching Ezra. So it's like he's a Padawan teaching another Padawan. Um, and then if you read A New Hope, I mean, A New Dawn, sorry, <laughs> the book, that, one of the first books that came out that are canon, um, it gives you such a great backstory of like his experience leaving when, you know, the whole code came across and all the Jedis were wiped out and how he has decided to kind of stay under the radar and still do stuff and then occasionally use the Force, but not really. Um, For Rebels takes place uh, where in the, in the, between the episodes? Is it between, before? Rebels takes place after okay. Order 66 is put into place. Okay. So all the Jedi are wiped out. Okay, so it's it's after the, the third. Uh, yeah. The, episode three. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I, it's just really, it's a cool, it's a different kind of time period and getting to know this new character who I think when it's Star Wars related and you think about this with the movies coming out where it's like, I love seeing new characters that don't have anything to do with the characters that we know. They don't have to be related to them. Um, but you have a heart for these characters. So that's why I like Kanan so much. Very cool. Yeah. I like, uh, we're, we're, we're spreading so it around the universe yeah. here. All right. <laughs> Your number, your number four. I might not know this character. No, uh, my number four is uh, Obi Wan Kenobi. Who? Who is that? Who? Uh, yeah, I'll explain. Um, he's played by Alec Guinness. Maybe who? He's coming back. Slash um, Ewan McGregor. <laughs> right, right. But I, I, I'm. I guess I don't know. I guess it is the same character. But I do prefer fair enough older Obi Wan. Okay. Yeah, okay. Right. I just all the original films I prefer. But yeah, he's just a. Uh, like a fatherly figure to Luke. And uh, I just love, I love Alec's performance and he really grounds that first film and having him there. I don't know. That's where it really takes off for me and watching the film. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just funny because you have so many villains and I'm looking at so yeah, many, good, good I have so many guides, so many, you know, the mentor characters. The movie movies are only as good as their villains. I, I'm a big believer in that. Like the hero itself isn't enough yeah. for me. Well, but that's why everyone's so excited about Kylo Ren and they don't even know anything about the character. Yeah. We're just assuming that he's the villain. And that I think that's something Star Wars does so well is even or is it the Andy villains are going to be the the big villain. We don't right? even know. Oh, we don't who know. He is. Right. Like we'll have to wait and see. I think he's going to be Snoke, but I think he's going to end up being Darth Plagueis really, but we'll see. Um, but I think that it's one of the things they do so well is even the villains if you look at it it's like they're fighting for the side of good and you know the um Lost Stars book that comes out, it starts talking about them and it's these kids who are growing up and they just want to be part of the Empire because it's what they know, you know, and it doesn't seem like it's something bad to them. And that's something that Star Wars does such a great job of is saying, yes, when you watch them, Darth Vader seems like a big bad, but you're like, how did he get to that point? Um, and so I think that's why the villains are so great. Yeah. They're great. Yeah. yeah. I it's and there and more so it used to be. Star Wars actually, if I think about it, might have been one of the first things I can remember where the Star Wars, for the, where the villains were were more gray, it used to be yeah. much more cartoony, toony, and you're you're bad, you're bad, and that's it. Yeah. But but Darth Vader was perhaps the original, the OG. Like he's not really bad. He's misunderstood, or you mm -hmm. know, he's kind of, yeah, I don't know. 
No, just at the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 He's still pretty awesome though. Yeah. So but that that's a good one. I mean, I think yeah. you know, everybody knows knows Obi-Wan. I like Obi-Wan. Yeah, well, that's okay. My the kind guy. My number 4 is I'm um, going to the the Clone Wars. I really like Cad Bane mm-hmm. a lot. He's such an iconic in that series. He's kind of the old western his you voice love is creepy. Clone Wars. I, I don't yeah. I don't know that I, I mean maybe I do I'm, I'm mentioning it quite I mean, it's a bit you're a right great I think, series I think think I know I'm going back a little bit I I think I was so starved for a good Star Wars that when Clone Wars came out it was like okay this is what Star Wars could have been yeah um and um interesting enough he's his voice is Corey Burton and he's the voice of Brainiac in the DC animated universe yeah for you and uh, he's also the nar- the tram narrator at Disneyland what and he's also the uh, voice of Hudson Hawk and the Raider Springs Racers so. Little, that is awesome. He replaced awesome. Paul, Paul like, Newman, obviously. So. so I have a list of things that I would like to achieve in my career, and one of the things that I would like to achieve is doing a voice at Disneyland. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I would love Talk. to do that, too. Talk. Yeah. That would be amazing. Pixar. Yeah. So, Pixar specifically. And these are things that I didn't know until, you know, I looked. Yeah. I said, I like Caban. Okay. Who did? And I'm like, yep. whoa, this guy is awesome. Yep. We talked about Thurl Ravencroft. Uh, yeah, in past episodes, he has like he's resume. all over the rides. He's also yeah. Tony the Tiger, and uh, who he's the you're the mean one, Mr. Dude, Grinch voice guy. Voiceover like, actors, right? Yeah. If you're a good voiceover actor, holy moly! Yeah, it's just it's so much. Work. It's awesome. So anyway, so Cad Bane is the villain. Is he's a bounty hunter? He's kind of the yeah. original bounty. I mean, Boba Fett came before him, but he's before Boba Fett in the, yeah. in the canon, and uh, he's just this old Western bad guy yep. for hire, like any bounty hunter. I just I just love what he's about and yeah. he, he's he's just so cool so another villain all right all right yeah, uh, yeah my next one's gonna be keep a villain, them coming so yeah you you're number three uh my number three is han solo mm. um he's on my he's on, he's my, list. on my list okay yeah. i think i think han's on everybody's list he's gotta to be, be honest right? um i think that what harrison ford does with that character is just it's so awesome because he really is a scoundrel he really is out for his own thing he it even when he comes back to help them, it's like he doesn't do anything along the way where you expect that to happen. Like he's not kind of laying the groundwork of really I'm a good guy the whole time. It's like he is a scoundrel and he is always a scoundrel. And he's, he's like, kinda oh, gray. God, he's God, like I got to come back. And he's kind of gray. He's kind of gray on the yeah. side of the good guys, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yep. yeah. Sorry. Um, and I, I think the – like the I love you, I know moment oh, is just oh my God. I was going to point that out in my list, right? One of the iconic moments. You and know, he, he improvised and, that, right? Yeah, that wasn't yeah, in the yeah, script. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Um, and that's, that's something where it's like you look at an actor like Harrison Ford and, you know, George Lucas, obviously, even with the prequels, I'm like, I will take nothing away from that man because he made this whole universe. We wouldn't have any of it without him. And But it is also where it's like you know that he's not one of those directors that really gives so much direction to everybody. It's kind of like – go do your thing. Um, And with Harrison, he talks about this where it's like so much of that character was developed from what he wanted it to be. Uh, And that's what I love about it so much where it's like, you didn't know what he was going to do. He is totally a scoundrel. I can't wait to see what's going to happen in the new movies with him back. And it's still, every time he makes an appearance anywhere, I'm like, it's Han Solo. It's not Harrison Ford. It's Han Solo. (laughs) This is, this is deep confessions on the Disney click. I, I like that I don't, you lowered your voice I, I, a second I for that. Deep, deep confession. Was it, was it Deep Thoughts by Jack Handy? Yeah. Saturday Night Live? <laughs> I, I don't cry much in movies or in trailers. When I saw that for the first time, I don't, I don't know. My wife was staring at me. She knows this. I, 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 <laughs> I, I had did. tears in my eyes when I saw, you know, Chewie, we're home. Yep. Like yeah. something about childhood memories came rushing back in that moment. Got so, yeah. yeah. This is like diverging from the list, but 
Star Wars Celebration. They had a tattoo artist there. <laughs> someone told me this story of the trailer just had the teaser had just dropped. Someone ran over to get a tattoo and the tattoo said he was like, oh, my God, look at my tattoo. It's so good. And it says, we're back. That's not what it says. That's not what he says. It just says, movie. we're back. Yeah, it was the Star Wars tattoo because he, is it I'm a home. It was supposed to say, I'm home. We're home. But he didn't get the oh quote right. And so now this guy has the wrong tattoo. Ooh. <laughs> Could have it like changed to I'll be back. And then it's like a Terminator. I know, just to make it wow. relevant to something. Yeah. I mean, you could just Ooh. say the whole Star Wars franchise, we're, we're back. Something like that. Oh. But I was like, <laughs> oh, guy. no. That's pretty that bad. That's pretty bad, too. Right? Yeah, blog. wow. I'm, yeah. I'm sorry oh, for that guy. I want to cry a tear right now for that guy <laughs> in Italy. Um, okay. So where were we? I, I number, got lost. Did you just, that was your number that three? That was my number. I did Han Solo. Yeah. Han Solo, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're all, yeah. My number three is Yoda. And uh, he's... Uh, do you like the guides? I do. I know. I was, I was like, I love the helpers. And he's one of the few characters I noticed that I I liked in the prequels. That I, I liked, even though he got really heavy, like CGI. Even but in that crazy him. lightsaber fight where he's like oh, that was, bouncing all That over. was a good moment. That uh, was yeah, a good moment. Or yeah, did like, you kind of, I, I was a little on the fence with that. Okay. Because okay. I'm like, I feel like he doesn't need to fight that way. He he can just use his mind. Yeah. You seem yeah. like it, it takes, it puts him in a different level. Like he's this calm, zen yeah, guy and doesn't right. need to go there. Yeah. Oh, I, I can see that. Can but see it could be surprise attack. I don't know. Yeah. But to see him like at his, you know, in his heyday when he was younger. And I saw that uh, live, like, in, you know, opening night or a midnight showing, and everyone was clapping, and so it just felt like a neat moment. I don't know. Yoda's one of the characters that I like in all the films. We went to see The Phantom Menace at the Chinese Theater here in Hollywood with a bunch of, of friends, and a couple of which you, you know. Um, and the excitement in waiting in line, they had their lightsabers, yeah. was amazing. It was such an amazing experience. But the difference between waiting in lines and all the excitement and everybody's faces when they came out of the, the theater, it was like night and day. It was like oh, excitement. That's such and a then it was like, story. Oh. you know, I, I wouldn't oh. trade it for the world. I was still world, drinking but. the Kool Aid though after I okay. saw it the first time. The first time I was like, ah! And then I saw it again and I was like, ah! <laughs> not, uh. not so good. Not so good. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, but Yoda, Yoda is awesome. Yoda. Yoda yeah. is awesome. I, I do prefer him when he's a um, puppet. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think we. I think I think the general feeling is that practical effect. Yeah, practical. that's why. Like that's that what I'm yeah. so excited. I yeah. think JJ's going to do right. it right. Yep. Yeah. yeah, the it's look is definitely hands. better for sure. Yeah. Um, my number three is uh, this is not cheating. I don't think, but I'm just going to call it the stormtroopers. The stormtroopers mm. to me are scarier than Darth Vader in a lot of ways. I think their faces. Are, you mean that you can throw rocks at them and they die? they they, they <laughs> and they can't I shoot understand. at anyone. <laughs> Let's if we have Darth Vader. Well, he, I mean, if we have a stormtrooper standing right there and their face just looks evil to me and menacing. Okay, when they're in action, maybe not so much, but that helmet to me is really cool. And and that was the introduction to me for the bad guys in Star Wars. Yeah. It wasn't Darth Vader walking down the hall of the ship to get Princess Leia. It was seeing the, the stormtroopers storm the ship and shoot their laser guns and missing everybody. You know, I guess it started yeah. early on when they we realized how lame they were. <laughs> yeah, I don't think but, they're that scary. My one-year-old nephew just met one at Disneyland and was he was into it. He thought it was like But now I think it's friend. so out there. But you yeah. understand that back in, you right, know. Right, right. never little, seen it before. Yeah, right, was, right. You know, I was... I saw it a little after in the theaters. I can't remember if I saw it in the theaters or not. But anyway, I love the Stormtroopers. It made an impression. And that's, that's iconic to Still, me. Still, like, one of my most favorite Star Wars moments is in A New Hope when the Stormtroopers are walking into the ship and that one extra hits his head 
like as he's walking in and they never took it out. Right? I'm like, right? God, that poor extra was just like, dang, I hit my okay, I'm gonna keep going. Just keep it's it's going. gonna be edited, right? Yeah, yeah sure, sure, Production buddy. It's gonna be value. sure, Bob. Yeah, it's gonna it. be edited out. Right? Didn't get edited Not out. Not so much. Nope. But he, you That's remember you get him, right? With the yep. classic films. Right. Well, and it's they're great. obviously iconic characters because the fact that which I I didn't get one. I'm super bummed out. I still want to get one. Um, the first order stormtroopers that were the San Diego Comic Con exclusives that came out there first. Um, it, it's obviously so, so iconic because everyone was like, oh my God, the first order stormtroopers, their helmets look so different. They're so cool. Now we've got flame troopers and snow troopers. I, I try, I tried to get, they had a Hot Wheels car, stormtrooper Hot Wheels. I tried to get for my son who loves Hot Wheels and they were yeah. sold out of those yep. too at, at Comic-Con. Yep. So I was, we share that, that, yeah, a moment of silence for our stormtrooper toys that we don't have that would probably sit somewhere on a shelf. I'm gonna go. Ago. I'm gonna go buy some of those meltdown okay. black, uh, the and, black series and, ones. I love those. And, my, and those, those are cool. And my favorite thing about the stormtroopers and the variations is it's stormtrooper, but it looks the same. It's a stormtrooper now that he has just a different face and a flamethrower. Mm-hmm. Stormtrooper, but he's a pilot. So they just they're all stormtroopers. They're just modified slightly. Yep. And I don't know. You know a stormtrooper when you see it. Yeah. It's just very cool. Yeah. Number two. Uh, my number two is Princess Leia. Um, as I said before, I was like, obviously, it's a character that I related to so much and seeing a female character that was so strong that, you know, it wasn't about her just being like, obviously, Slave Leia stuff, but it wasn't about her being super hot. It was like, she's really smart. She knows what's going on in the Empire. She knows what needs to happen to help save people. And it wasn't kind of one of those things where even in the comics, which I really did enjoy, that they go back to, you know, her really dealing with the fact that her planet was destroyed, which we don't get to see that much of in the films, um, but that she's such a strong character throughout the whole series. Uh, And the fact that we know she has the Force, like, you find out towards the end, and so I'm really excited to see what's going to happen with her in the new movies because – and this can be a question for you guys – do you think she's going to be just a politician or do you think that she is going to be trained at this point? Yeah, that's interesting. That's I, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it seems tempting to make her trained. And I want to see her use a lightsaber right? yeah, so bad. There, there's a T-shirt that I that I've seen. It's a it's a picture of Leia and and Leia and uh, Luke Skywalker kind of hugging closely with a with you know lightsaber, and she's got that that pose where she's leaning into him, and then yeah. underneath it says awkward. Yeah, it's just like it's, it's great. It's a great yeah. T-shirt. Yeah. Um, that's a great choice, and I think it's uh, nice to see a powerful. Uh, you know, woman superhero yeah. on, on screen. I think that's really cool. Well, I think see. it obviously sets the stage for, you know, there was all that hoopla about, oh, there's not enough women in Star Wars. Right. And I'm like, almost every movie that's coming out now is being led by right? a female yeah. character. Like, we talked about this. Yeah. It's so yeah. cool. And even, I'm so excited about Gwendolyn Christie being Captain Phasma. And Are you a Game that. of Thrones fan? I'm a huge uh, Game me, of Thrones me too. fan. Yeah. Me too. We can't talk about that too much here. <laughs> this is a PG, PG-13 yeah. show, yeah. folks. But okay, yeah. But Gwendolyn Christie is a incredibly imposing cool character that I'm so excited to see what kind of like villainous character she brings to the Star Wars universe. Yeah, she's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Captain Phasma. Was I... Captain Phasma. Phasma. Yeah. I can't wait. Wasn't to sure see. about the name when it first came out, okay. but I'm into it now. Phasma. Villains. Villain. I'm, I'm most interested in seeing the villains. <laughs> yeah. She'll make your list probably someday. Someday she may. Yeah. The villain. Why don't you go on to your number two, Bryce? My number two, the closest thing maybe to a villain, uh, is Lando. I love Lando. He almost put it at number one for me. I don't know. He's like, really? Yeah, I think he's awesome. I love all his scenes. I love his relationship with Han Solo. You like the bad, bad boys. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) They have this like weird friendship where they, you know, they use each other. Is it it wrong that when I see him, I think, you know, works every time, Colt 45. You remember? (laughs) That's just what I think. It's not wrong. Okay. 
if it's if it's wrong, I don't want to be right. Yeah. As I say. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I just love. I think he brings so much to. As soon as the character's introduced, it's just really fun. Uh, and how you know you think he's you think he's not going to help him out, and then he does. And I don't know. I just think he brings a lot of comedy to the films as well. Lightens it up. You've got to watch Rebels. Okay, There's yeah. A great, he comes on for one or two episodes of season one. Okay. And he's he's so Did good. they have the original Billy yeah. D yeah. did it? Yeah, they had okay. him do the voice, and it was pre him being in control of Cloud City. Okay. So okay. it's just oh. like a younger kind of version of him, oh. which is really fun. Yeah. yeah. And the comic, obviously, more. is really good. Yeah. yeah. I like it. Nice, nice choice. Oh, nice thank choice, you. It's surprising. To get a compliment from and, you. And uh, we, can, we can pass over my two because we've talked about Han Solo, who is my number two. Yeah. So number two, Han Solo, for obvious reasons. Love him. You know, I love you. I know. <laughs> oh, I thought you were saying I love you to me. And I was like, oh, oh well, we're, well, we're already I love, there, I love, huh? every, I love everybody. In here, <laughs> you know, so I, I, love any, I, I love anybody who loves Star Wars. So I do love you. I love you, Briars. Oh. And uh, so that's my number two. Your number one, the big moment. Oh. Uh, so my number one is Anakin Skywalker. Mm. Um, not yeah, <laughs> Anakin. Sorry. <laughs> you say uh, you, yeah. Did, well, yeah. Do you mean that? No. Okay. No. That's like Anakin my Jar Jar Binks. It's just Anakin. Okay, okay. Um, Jake, because, Lloyd, Jake Lloyd. I yeah. love Jake Lloyd. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, but Anakin, to me, uh, we're talking about the kind of characters being in the gray area. Seeing Clone Wars, and you'll relate to this, Clone Wars, I think, gives you kind of the best backstory. What is going on? Everyone's yelling that I called them by the wrong name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't do that again. Yeah. They're very offended. Yeah, here. it's true. Um, but seeing Anakin through Clone Wars and seeing him train Ahsoka and come up through that and, you know, where you get to see that he wasn't always bad. He wasn't always Vader, how we know him now. And then knowing that this is what he's become and the love story, even in the prequels, like, I, I don't love everything that happened in there. And mm-hmm. I wish that they'd done more developing him like they did in Clone Wars. But if it weren't for Anakin, obviously, you don't get Darth Vader. And Darth Vader, to me, I'm like, they're, they're the same person. So it's mm-hmm. an intertwined character. So it's Anakin slash Darth Vader. Um, and without that character, and without that moment of I'm your father, what? Like, yeah. right. these movies would not be what they are. It's, no. you know, one of the most iconic film twists of all time. Absolutely. What can you say about? I'm gonna I'm, for for the sake of uh, credibility, we're gonna say Darth Vader, who is Anakin Skywalker, right? Is okay, that fair, fair. fair. Yeah, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to burn you with. Well, because the... what? I, but I really, I love what they do with Anakin in Clone Wars. Right. So I think yeah. that was where I was like this character, which is why I have Anakin's lightsaber because I loved that right. whole storyline. But people will this probably disagree with me, but I actually think Phantom Menace could have been a maybe not a great movie, but a good movie had you not had Jake Lloyd. In it, I just think he he's frankly terrible as you know as Anakin, <laughs> yeah, and and not and not had Jar Jar older. Binks. Yeah, if you take away those two characters, or you you somehow age Anakin age up a little bit, yeah. so he's. I actually think the movie could be could be maybe good. Yeah, if you, you know? want to see something hmm. really funny from those movies on YouTube, there's this video called Friend Zone, and it's like all of these clips of Anakin and Padme <laughs> where he just gets friend zoned so hard, and they like overdub stuff. It is. Maybe one of the funniest Star Wars like spoofs I've ever seen. It's like yeah. maybe ten minutes. It's awesome though. Check it out. That's Check awesome. it out. You're number one, Briars. My number one. We've discussed, uh, so we can make it brief. But Han Solo. Huh. Han Solo. Han Solo. I, I don't know why. I was going to say, some people call him. Hey, Han. Han. It's like, it's like his, no. his Jewish mother. Han. Hey, Han. Right. I know. I feel like one but of the actors. I said it. I was like, that's wrong. Um, no, I think like, wh- someone from the films actually calls him Han Solo. And I'm always like, 
it maybe is not his friend, maybe Lando. I don't know. We'll no. Not in the through. movies, but right. like when they talk about the films, they One call of him the actors. Lando. Yeah. Hmm. In the movie. Yeah. Oh, Lando. Okay. There you maybe go. So that, you're, I, was, you're, I was channeling so right. my inner Lando. So you are not so we, we take back Love the Lando. correction. Anne or Han. It takes yeah, the okay. I, do, I do like Han. Okay. Han sounds better. When right. I said it, I felt. Yeah. Right. So. It does seem like it should be Han. Han Solo. Yeah. Uh, big Harrison Ford fan in general. And uh, yeah. So okay. I think it's been said. Okay. Yep. And my, I love my, you. I know. My number one, back to the villains. Jabba, Jabba the Hutt. Yeah. I love oh. Jabba the Hutt. My favorite scene in probably all the Star Wars is the Jabba the Hutt scene in Return of the Jedi. Not my favorite movie, yeah. but but that scene, I, I think. It's just so gross. It's, yeah. But that's what he's yeah. like. You want to see, yeah. you want to hate him. You want to like keep this disgusting mob boss who controls everything, who has the fate of the galaxy by having Han Solo and Carbonate in the wall and, and Leia tries to infiltrate and then you know, Luke comes in. It just, it's so yeah. cool. I love, mm-hmm. and he doesn't do much. He's just yeah. a big, disgusting much. slug. <laughs> he can't. Cannot. And I actually was kind of excited when they did the, the re-release and the, added the effects in A New Hope and put, you know, Jabba. It, it did take it down a little bit that, oh, he actually can move now, and, you know, and he steps on his tail and, yeah. Yeah, 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 okay. You know, I was kind of happy to see a little bit more of Jabba, but Jabba is that guy and, yeah. you, know, you know, so that's a well, big and- Always, I keep going back to Rebels, but there is an episode that Lando is in that they interact with a character (laughs) that was based off of the animation as the original artwork that they were going to do for Jabba. And it's like still like the gross eating, like it's just, it's so good. So definitely check out that episode. You'll be excited about it. Love, love Jabba. Love me some Jabba. Yeah. That didn't sound right, but you know, you get it. (laughs) All right. So that's our top five. That's our top five. And if you have any uh, comments or questions, what, what can they do? You can tweet us at the Disney Click and share your own top five using the hashtag top five Disney Click. And also be sure to follow us on Instagram at the Disney Click. And Tiffany's on Twitter at uh, Tiffany Tweets. Yep, at Tiffany's Tiffany's Tweets. At Tiffany's Tweets. Sorry, I got that. I had that in my mind and I flubbed it. (laughs) At Tiffany's Tweets. Um, And she's got a lot of cool stuff on there. I checked it out. This next thing. I want to do is a little bit of a surprise to Briars, and you know we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna push uh, Tiffany here a little bit. Uh-oh. Uh, I'm just calling this for lack of a better thing, Disney quick questions. Okay. I'm gonna shoot out a bunch of questions to you. There's a lot of them. Stick okay. with me, okay? Okay. Good luck. Get and, ready. Uh, feel free to answer them. You, they don't have to be one word answers. Okay. Um, <laughs> but uh, you you let me have them and let me know. Interviews. All right. All right. So. Here we go. I got to pull this. Okay. This thing. I got <laughs> if you had to listen to any Disney song over and over while locked in a room for 24 hours, what would it be? What I love most about rivers is you can't step in the same river twice. The water's always changing, always flow. I love Pocahontas okay, okay, so okay. much. Okay. I love it. It took me a second. It took me a second. Stop. Took me a second. I know. I it took there. me a second to figure. Out. I got it. It, it makes me feel like I'm outside, wow. even mm. if I was trapped in a room. And you would listen to it over and over and over again. Yes, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a hard question. That's what. Yeah. Okay. Very good. And it's like a story about nature. And we, yay, nature. Yeah. Well, if I'm trapped in a room, at least then it makes me feel like you're outside. I can like get the imagery of being outside. Okay. All right. Fair enough. What's the last thing you bought at a Disney park? The last thing I bought at a Disney park was a Minnie Mouse caramel apple. Mm. Oh, can yeah. I have some? 
Uh, no, I ate it. Oh. This is the thing. This is like tip for those caramel apples. I always buy them the very end of the day, bring them home, and it takes me like two or three days to eat the whole thing. I'll like eat the marshmallow chocolate off ears. Oh, because once you I cut like them, they don't more. last very long. They though. still last for like two days okay. in the yeah. fridge. All right. Yeah. It's good to know. I've, I've gotten those before and forgotten about it in the back of the fridge uh, and been really sad about five yeah. days later. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> If Tomorrowland had to be completely destroyed for Star oh, Wars Land, oh. would you give the go-ahead and would you push the button? <sighs> Tiffany, take your time. Right after Told I you listed these as easy. my favorite land. This is no. hard. I think, oh gosh. No pressure, I, but the fate of Tomorrowland would, is in your oh hands. And millions of people will hate I you. I would say, here's the problem. Tomorrowland doesn't have that many rides that I love anymore. I like Star Tours and I like Space Mountain. What else is – I like the Buzz Blasters ride. Astro that one's Blasters. fun. Yeah. Auto- Auto- I like Astro Autotopia, Blast- Finding Nemo subs. I didn't like no. when they redid the submarine yeah, ride. I wish it was the retro one. So yeah. Yeah. I, I would I would push the button because we'll probably get <laughs> oh, Hyper Space Mountain. No. And they'll redo Star Tours. Okay. You would do it. All right. And Rick we could probably get yeah, like probably. an Astro Blaster ride but with uh, like – Blasters that Han Solo right. uses. I would yeah. miss. I would miss Space Mountain great a great deal, yeah. and I have a fond attachment to Autotopia because it's a good family ride. Yeah. But otherwise, I I would probably have to push the button mm, too. Yeah. So I know, I, I know, I know, Briars. I know you would. I'm too attached. To it was her number land. one. Her it's number my one number land. One land. We did land. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I <laughs> thought like, of you when I wrote when I wrote that. That's, that's surprising, one, right? Love it. Uh, Tiffany, character you'd like to play in the parks. And a film. So there's two answers here. The character mm. you like to play in the parks and the character you like to play in a film. Oh, okay. Character I'd like to play in the parks would probably be... I mean, actually, they're probably going to be the same. I would say... Well, holy, this is hard. I would probably say in the parks... I'm going to change it up. Parks, I would say Pocahontas. Mm, uh, movie or TV show... I would want to be Jasmine because I keep being like, once upon a time, hasn't had Jasmine on it yet. Right. I would totally do I could it. totally yeah. see you as a Jasmine, for sure. Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. I could see well, I say, I say Briars. Briars is a bell. Yeah. We talk about like Briars that. is a bell. These yeah. are compliments. She's you know, the only I think brunette. Well, I, you put blonde. I still think you Yeah. Well, what do you – Snow White's – Snow White's a – Snow White. A noir. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Snow White is a little more boring. I would definitely go with that. I love for Snow White in this you room. Like, I'm going to yeah. move on before mm, my sorry, feelings sorry, get hurt sorry. here. Oh. Um, what, what Marvel DC superhero crossover would you like to see in a film, in a live action film? Mm. I know this is, I know, you know, we're blowing your mind here. This can't happen, but, you know, humor Marvel me. DC crossover. Oh, I would love to see... <laughs> I would – oh, this is so hard. Tiffany was worried I was going to give her trivia. She might <laughs> yeah, prefer trivia harder. over this. This is harder. Um, I feel like you have – you know so much. You have so many options in yeah. your brain. It's just, I mean, initially I go to like – it would be cool to see Black Widow and Wonder Woman, but Wonder Woman would like totally demolish her. Yeah. Um. So I guess maybe Superman versus Thor could be cool. Hmm. Yeah. That would be it'd be a little bit like the Superman uh, and and uh, or Hulk versus Swamp thing would General be really Zod, cool. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. All I right. Mean, yeah, I think Hulk would probably win that, but I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm not up with Swamp Thing mythology swamp anymore. Thing is pretty epic. Okay. All right. All right. Fair enough. I put you on the spot there. <laughs> yeah, that was a hard one. Okay. I feel like I'm gonna go home and be like, "Crap! I should have said this." <laughs> I'll tweet it out. Okay. All right. Um, what's your most prized Disney item? 
My most prized Disney item is my mouse ears from when I was little. I still have the like Mickey Mouse Club ears with my name embroidered on the back. I got a new pair since then, but um, I still have them at my parents' house, the original pair of ears that I got the first time I ever got ears. That's sweet. Yeah, I it's love a good that. one. I don't know if I ever had Mickey Mouse ears. I probably did from Disney World. Now I have like 12 different pairs of <laughs> I'm not a Mickey Mouse ears kind of guy. That's not, I like Oh, if you go to Disneyland with me, I'm going to make you. Uh, I'm okay. like, yeah, everyone yeah, has is, to wear wait, ears. Is that it an invitation that, that we can join Oh, you? yeah, for all sure. Right, all right. We'll, we'll I just make that got happen. my ears, and it makes a difference. It you totally keep them does. on all day until you leave the park. Totally. Oh, sometimes I like. I'll be in my apartment building and I'm in the elevator, going up the elevator, and someone's like looking at me weird. And I'm like, what? And then again, I was like, oh, I still have my ears, ears on. Yeah. <laughs> that, well, we, <laughs> now we got to take you to yeah, right? well, ears. Yeah, right. Well, if I go with you, I will, I will wear ears. Okay. Um, if you were trapped in one attraction overnight, what would it be? Ooh. Ooh. I told you I got a lot of these. Are you okay? You need a breather? You I need think a drink? I'd pick Indiana Jones. Oh, good one. Oh. I like that one. Indiana Jones or Peter Pan, but. Peter Pan, I think, being in it over – are the lights on? Or am I riding it over you're, and over? You're riding it over and over. Ooh. Oh. Then, <laughs> I get man, a little toss I'd around. probably say Peter Pan then. Okay. Because then I could, could like, sleep? stock up on all the rides because I never wait in that line. That line's always yeah. so brutal. long and it's one of my favorite rides. It's a brutal So ride. I'd be like, I went on it 75 times last night. I don't need to go on for a while. <laughs> yeah, I understand. Well, I, I'm, I'm with you. I think uh, you could also sleep if it's you're true. there for overnight. You could actually yeah, sleep. True. Indiana Jones, you're probably not sleeping. No. Um, reaction when you first heard that Disney purchased Star Wars in 2012? I was so excited. Over the moon excited. Uh, I think I was actually doing the day that the news came out. I was doing a Schmoes No podcast, and I wore my uh, silver. Oh no, I had my gold mouse ears. They were like gold and sparkly, and I'd bought them for my um, like golden birthday or whatever. And I was like, "These are my, <laughs> these are my C three PO Mickey Mouse ears. I'm ready for That's this." Awesome. I was so excited about yeah, it. I was. That was that was my big moment in. In recent history, that blew my mind. Yeah. Like the Marvel thing, okay, I could see. But Star Wars and yeah. Disney, it was like a great, a it great was, day. Yeah. Like a shock and not at the same time because I was like, Star Tours has always, always been there. Been there yeah. But there was a, but but there was like a lot of blowback. Of there was a lot of, there was, we yeah. don't think about it now, but there was a lot of blowback. Like yeah. how Disney's going to kill yeah, the franchise. Think that and Disney, yeah. So yeah, I, I, things, I was but. on board from day yeah. one. Yeah. And so far, so good. Yep. Uh, you okay? Yes. All right. I got a few more of these. I'm good. Okay. All right. Disney character you wish never existed? Oh, that's such a Rick question. <laughs> there's, there's, there's. Why? Why? <laughs> Would on. you blow yeah. up Tomorrowland? Uh, Rick. This is, Disney this is, character this I is wish my world, never okay? Exists. You're in my world now. trying to think now. back to Rick's favorite character so you can have that one. <laughs> hmm. This is tough. Yeah. A villain? No. Because you can't take a villain out I know, because then, then it's not a story. Yeah. Uh, maybe <laughs> this is a dumb one. I would take maybe the crows out of Dumbo. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to put you on the spot, yeah. because yeah. you know we we like we love Disney here. Uh, <laughs> the first ride you take someone on who has never been to Disneyland. How old are they? Mm. Uh, adult. adult. They're an adult. Adult. Uh, I would probably, well, <laughs> here's the thing. I have different Disney plans where it's like, okay, if I'm going to Disney and I'm having an adult Disney day, then I go straight to Ariel's Grotto, we get a drink, and then we go on screaming. Uh, if you're with someone who's not necessarily an adult Disney day person, I would probably first go to Disneyland 
and take them on Big Thunder Mountain. Nice. I like that. Good. Choices. You sound like a good host. It's Disney. <laughs> All right, a hand, handful more. We'll do okay. rap fire because I just yeah. like I like this. I like, yeah, I like yeah, putting you on the fun. spot here. All right, up. Great film all the way through <laughs> or praised mostly because of the first 20 minutes or you so. You knew this was going to happen. Yeah, I was we, leading. We talked about I, this we did, before we the did. show. Uh, I love the beginning of Up. I think that it's one of those moments where it's like the best – Pixar, they agree they with They disagree. Mm-hmm. I think no, they, he was like, I no, agree. He's angry. <laughs> defending up and Pixar. I get why everyone loves the film so much, but it's just the beginning part to me is the best part. So, yes, I would say praised for the first 30 okay. minutes. All right. So, sorry, leading. Briars. The question was leading. I think it was pretty much mm. flat out there. No. <laughs> this might be a little thing between us. Yeah. You're walking into yeah. Favorite holiday in the parks. Favorite holiday in the parks, uh, Halloween. Ditto, agree. It's hard. It's a tough one because, well, eh, Halloween slash Christmas yeah. because I really like being on the Haunted Mansion yes. for Halloween, but it's oh, but when yeah. they put in the stuff from the Nightmare Before Christmas, it stays through Christmas. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to amend that and say Christmas. It's for a third of the year now. I, you don't think about it, but a yeah. third of the year is Holiday Haunted Mansion. Yeah. I now, prefer it that way. Yeah. So I do I, actually. I like it better. Yeah. I, I do. Mean, I, I do love too. it. I love it both ways. I just love the way Disneyland at Christmas time, where it's like it's just so beautiful, and you know the Big snow. The, I can't. I'm like the diamond anniversary for Christmas this year it's is gonna, gonna be blow my mind. Beautiful. Yeah. The, well, I don't know. They don't know if they're gonna do like they they're gonna not gonna change the castle. They don't know if there's gonna be ice crystals. It might be the same castle. They might not do the ice crystals. Okay. Uh, but there's there'll no be com- there'll be more snow. snow. There'll be snow. Hopefully. Yeah. They better be snow. They have to. And they need to make snow them... with Let It Go and the fireworks anyways yeah. for the yeah, 60th. Yeah, that's true. So they need to find just, the right balance yeah. because even though, it's the a, machines. even though it's the 60th, I think, you know, holiday time, yeah. Christmas time is a very oh. special time. They'll take care of it. Don't worry. Soon. I will <laughs> say if you've not been to Disney and seen the new parade. Oh, it's uh, awesome. Out. I used to go all the time when I was little and Disney's electrical parade was my favorite thing ever. And this is the closest to that. I wish they still had the like spinning snail. That was my very, very favorite. Yes. Oh my gosh. We, uh, we just did a, a favorite music from the parks. And yeah. number one for me was Disney the, the electrical parade. parade. That was, yep, <laughs> that was my favorite. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I like literally, if you follow me on Snapchat, it was literally just video after video after video of this parade and me being like, oh my God, this is so cool. And the song, oh, and the song's and the yeah. song plays tribute so to to it. The Owl yep. City song when it gets you yeah. again is an awesome song, but they play tribute to the electrical yep. parade. And it's, so it's it's like a meshing of yeah. everything great. great. And I kind parade. of had a flash forward moment of wow, one day either my kids are going to think I'm the coolest mom ever because <laughs> I'm never going to stop being this excited about Disneyland, yeah. or they're going to get embarrassed. <laughs> it probably will be like both will the happen mix as they become teenagers. Yeah, I, it's, yeah. I got news for you. I have kids and and. They don't think I'm cool, but I love <laughs> so. But they love that I like going to Disney. Yeah, so they don't know how lucky the they are. That's it. That's right. Thanks, yep. Brian. You're welcome. Thanks for the support. Yep. Uh, okay, and uh, a hidden gem at the Disneyland Resort. A hidden gem. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's kind of like I like food a lot at Disneyland. Uh, the Dole Whip, which is not mm. so hidden, but here is the secret, guys. Don't share this. With everyone that's listening, because everyone's listening. Uh, there's a line that's on the outside. If you don't want to wait in a super long line, go in like you're going to go see the show, and then you don't see the show, and then you get because dole whip, and the line is so much show? shorter. <laughs> We've talked about this. The Tiki Room is an do you, ongoing Do you like the Tiki Room? Debate. I, I know we used to go to the Tiki Room when I was younger, and I for enjoyed punishment. it. Oh. oh, no. I didn't go for punishment. <laughs> we kind no. of did, yeah. I enjoyed it, but now it's just kind of like, I want to keep going on more rides. Right. But I can get great dole whip. diplomatic answer 
but I think to translate that, she's not into it. So not as much as I used to be. Okay. That's all. On a really hot day, it's nice to go in there. It's mm. true. But it's also nice just to get a Dole Whip and then keep going it's on true. rides. It's true. It's okay. Boom. Fair. Oh, I mean, it is – we've talked about this. We don't need to go over it again. But but it is – I feel Walt Disney when I'm in the Tiki Room. Yeah. So that's a big thing with me. I feel me. that on Pirates. And, I do too. Yeah, but you can feel that way rides. multiple ways. Yeah. yeah. There's other Briars, ways Briars to get that feeling. Briars does not like the Tiki Room. I don't. Um, all right. Let me pick a couple more here. Cause okay. I so um, – well, you mentioned your favorite food in the park being a Dole Whip. Your least favorite food, something you've had that just is like, ugh. Well, amend that. My favorite food in the park is across from the Haunted Mansion, there's that little shack, and they have baked potatoes. And you can get a baked potato with barbecue chicken on it, and it is the bomb. It's so good. Where, where is that? I'm trying to think where that like, is. Like uh, right across from where the ferry boat is. Uh-huh. And uh, right, like if you're at Haunted Mansion – and you go kind of like if you the haunted mansion's behind you, and you walk to your right. Right. There's like a little shack there, okay. and they have they have the like almost near the train train boarding. Uh, a, no, you like pass maybe? that somewhere in that area. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like right. if if pirate you go pirates haunted mansion, you keep walking a little bit that way I, into the okay. right. Okay. I, I need think a map. I know what you're about. Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about, uh, but I don't. But yeah, and down. they do like a bacon and cheddar cheese one too. It's just Sounds so delicious. good. Yeah. So food, I don't like. I don't really like – I know a lot of people like the turkey legs, but I don't really like them. They smell really good. I went on a Disney cruise a couple years ago, and I, I've refused to buy the turkey leg because I really – I'm not too image conscious. I'm pretty but, sure it's an ostrich. But yeah. – Or an emu. I'm pretty <laughs> it's sure it's not right? a turkey. It's, it's, it's genetically, not a turkey. genetically modified. Yeah, and yeah, I finally sure. had a buffet, and they finally – I could try it at the pirate buffet, and I finally tried it. And I liked it, but I yeah. still don't want to walk around the park with a big turkey leg. Yeah. Just not my I don't, thing. Yeah. Meat. So – Oh, <laughs> man. I do fish. So okay. I love like Blue Bayou, you can get a good salmon. Okay. Yeah. The other awesome food is at Bengal Barbecue across from the yep. Jungle Cruise. Yeah. And they have awesome like healthy-ish skewers. Skewers, and right? Stuff. Yeah. So they good. are good. Last last question. Okay. And this is you know, Briars is going to look at me about this one. Oh boy. What does the term <laughs> e-ticket attraction mean to you? <laughs> e-ticket attraction. Okay, so I actually just saw those pins out there for e-ticket attractions. I bought my mom a notepad because she grew up out here. And so it was that, you know, you got to buy tickets and it said you're paying per ride. Basically, like when you go to a fair or something now. So e-ticket was certain higher rides where it's like you can pick from one of these rides to get on it. So that's what e-ticket means. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it means now. I don't know if there's anything that they do with the e-tickets now in the park. Do they? They they don't. don't, We're debating it, what it is exactly. Just shortly, they we talked about Roger Rabbit. Last week, right? And, yes, uh, yeah. And it has a fast pass machine. So her definition of an e-ticket was something that has pass. a fast pass machine. Yeah. Okay. I think it's It'd something more that – more in-demand that have longer lines. I don't think they do e-tickets anymore though. Well, they're not. Exactly. They, they, they don't they're based the, off of the, the actual, actual ticket. E-ticket. Yeah. But See, they I think, still call rides an e-ticket ride. You do all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think e-tickets uh, okay. are things that are that are truly in demand. And even though Roger I Rabbit think... has an e-ticket, I don't think you go to show up to Roger Rabbit and it's an hour wait every time you go. Yeah. So to me, okay. it's not quite the e-ticket anymore. Okay. It may be one so point it was, but I don't think we now should it's just not. say it's a fast pass ticket ride. Yeah. And then there are no e-ticket yeah. rides. Well, I mean, e-ticket. You trapped me. You trapped me. But it's by your own definition. The ticket really is. It's those, it was a literal know, the ticket to get yeah, on the ride. Yeah, you bought the ticket for what rides you were going to go yeah. on, and you got to pick. Oh, fair. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So that's those are my questions. I think uh, Briars has a couple questions. If you if you'll do us the yeah. honor, a uh, little bit. We we looked on your Instagram. Page. Okay. You got some cool fashion going on. <laughs> some cool Disney fashion, right? And uh, you know, I do like wearing and, the Disney clothes. Okay, and I'm not I'm not the fashion guy. Just it's not my thing. But 
this one over here likes it. So, yeah. so have like at it. Disney fashion. Yeah, yeah. I know you yeah. do. I know you do. Just a few quick questions. Yeah. So, what you talked about the ears. Yes. But uh, what's your your favorite your d- favorite piece of Disney merchandise in that total beyond ears, or it could be your ears. Uh, it changes because I shop a like if I go to a store and I'm like like today I was just at Target and I'm like oh, they have this like Mickey Mouse T-shirt that's Mickey skeleton and it's glow in the dark. I need to have this, and I was like Tiffany, you have way too many Disney shirts. You need to like put on the brakes. Um, so, but there, there's a company called Black Milk that makes awesome nerd clothes in general. They do DC stuff. They did Game of Thrones, Harry Potter, but they did, they have a Disney line. Um, so I got a couple pieces from them, but I have a pair of, they're like fleecy leggings and it's 101 Dalmatian pattern. Okay. Um, because it's, there's certain things you just don't see in the park. Like is it 101 Dalmatian, like the spots stuff. or is it with no, the actual dogs? there's little dogs on my pants. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there's little dogs on my pants. Um, so that kind of stuff that's a little bit more unique, um, is some of my favorite things. One of my friends she just bought, which I'm like on the hunt for on eBay, she got a retro Walt Disney World hat. It's like oh. a trucker hat, but it's so cool. Um, so it's always the, the retro stuff. That's like, stuff yeah. I love. Yep. Yeah. And right now, my favorite, favorite thing is uh, when I went to D23, there was like a kickoff party where they had ears and you could decorate them however you wanted. And so mine are decorated with like daisies and stuff. And everyone who saw me was like, did you make those? Those are so cool. And I was like, I thought they were cool, but now I think they're really cool because everyone else <laughs> thinks they're so cool. <laughs> Um, so that's, that's probably great. one of my most prized possessions for wardrobing right now. That's great. You have homemade ears. And Gosh. my oh, my Mickey Vans. I just got Mickey Mouse Vans. I love that partnership between yeah. Disney and Vans. I think oh, – I have Vader Vans too. Awesome. Yeah. They look so cool. Yep. Uh, so what advice would you give to someone headed to Disney for a day and how to dress? Um, I always say dress comfortable, depending if you're going in summer, they have Mm -hmm. lockers. So always bring some kind of a long sleeve thing. This is what inevitably happens to me at Disney. I bring a long sleeve shirt. I'm walking around and I'm like, man, that's a really cool sweatshirt. I'm just going (laughs) to buy that sweatshirt instead. Yeah. Um, So I think always bring a little bit of a budget to buy something to keep you warm because that's one of the most fun things to buy when you're there because you can just put it on. Like I was hunting for so long for the, oh, this is a tip too. If you are a girl and you're somewhat petite, you can buy the kids extra, extra large stuff. It's a little bit cheaper and yeah. always they have wow. cooler sweatshirts for kids. Like they have the Mickey Mouse one that you pull up the hood and it's got ears on it and the Minnie Mouse one too. Because every uh, adult wants one of those, right? Every adult Coming to work, rocking the Mickey Mouse. Mm-hmm. It's true. All right. It's true. Um, so that's one of my major shopping tips when you're in the park. Uh, but dressing, it's just – if you don't have ears, go and buy some because you just feel like part of the club when you've got ears on. Um, and just wear – Rick, like, we got to get Rick in that yeah, club. Yeah, it's true. Uh, I will say my boyfriend wouldn't buy ears, but he got the Donald Duck hat that says like, this is my happy face. And I was like, okay, fair enough. A Donald <laughs> Duck hat, like like cap kind yeah, of thing? Yeah, just or? like a baseball oh, cap. With the, right. It's got the ears hanging down on There's, the side? No, no, no ears. No ears. It's just a straight baseball cap that has Donald on the front Wait, of it. Wait, is your boyfriend somebody who doesn't like Disney has been converted a little bit more? He or? didn't grow up out here, so he never really – and he was upstate New York, so it wasn't like he went to the parks or Disney World right. that much. So – He's like, it's there's, kind of a new planes, thing to him. You know. like, so he had a deprived hmm. childhood is what we're saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, trying so to, I'm trying to slowly break him into okay. being a massive we, ha- fan. we had this discussion He's recently. one of the ones you take to adult Disney. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the day. Okay. We know a little something gotcha. about yeah. that, right? Yeah. 
Okay. Um, so yeah, I think if you have anything that's Disney related, wear it. And now at this point, it's like you can wear Avengers stuff, you can wear Star Wars yeah. stuff. So just one thing that's Disney related, and I think you'll have you're off to a good start. Okay, cool. And then last question: Do you have? Is there something that you can only get in the parks uh, that you would get as a gift for someone? <sighs> anything specific? I know I got my brother, who's a big Pixar fan. There's a Pixar shirt. That's uh-huh. sold in the Toy Story uh, store after Toy Story Mania. That's okay. very specific to that store, and I think it's hard to find okay. outside of the studios. Yeah. So I don't. I there's not really stuff that I know that's specific just to the park anymore. Like it's hard to find yeah. to know what stuff are Disneyland exclusives. But a lot of the 60th anniversary stuff, yeah. I bought a lot of that for people, especially my family on the East Coast, because I was like, I know they're not going to make it out here. The diamond ears, right. stuff where it's an annual kind of thing, because mm-hmm. the ears specifically, they'll take those are gone after the year. They won't yeah. keep selling them. Um, or like Christmas ears, so themed kind of stuff is generally what I'll buy for people to give. A lot of times, it's, then, a, it's a limited run of like five million, right? I have no idea what the number <laughs> is, but yeah, but it's well, it's just like. Once Christmas comes into play, they'll have the ears again, but for the whole rest of the year, they don't have them, and I don't know if they'll do, like, a new style this year. Um, So usually it's ears is my go-to for people Um, because my mom will totally wear them at home and not in the park. It's fine. Wow. (laughs) That's committed. Disney family. Yeah. I have a a question here before we we wrap up a little bit. I want to know kind of your your Disney story. We know you grew up – Went there growing up and and but everybody seems to have a, a Disney moment or something yeah. that that they just connect to. Um. So yeah, I went grow. I went ever since I was little. We always went to the theater to see all the movies. Um. I think it, the Little Mermaid is probably the first one that I was like I remembered every single song. I remembered every single line of that movie. Um. We watched it so much, but I think the most memorable experience that I had with Disney, and I was like, this is the best place ever. Uh, we went on the Dumbo ride, which is still was still one of my favorite rides. <laughs> it's okay; it still can be a favorite ride. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you look a little and... weird you know, going around, but it's Disney; you can yeah. get away with something. Well, like because that. you get to control Dumbo; he goes up and yeah. down. It's really cool. Um, so we went on Dumbo, and obviously, I was the little kid with my mom and my sister, who was like, "I want to go up and down, up and down, up and down, like quickly." So the ride goes around and it goes to stop and our Dumbo is still up in the air and not coming down. So they're like, we're going to do it again. And I'm like, yes, I get to ride Dumbo <laughs> twice in a row. So we do Dumbo again going around. He's not coming down. So my mom starts to freak out at this point because she's a little afraid of heights. And I'm like, this is the best ever. Um, and So your memory was, is your mom being terrified my on mom the ride. My mom was a little bit like, hooked. yeah, I'm just like, this is the best. And my mom was like, oh, we need to get down. Like, so we just really your Dumbo Yeah, was all stopped. the other Dumbos came down. That's Uh, So we're up in the air and they're like, okay, (laughs) they had to put a ladder up to Dumbo's ear and we had to climb out onto the ear and down the ladder and there was like a Disney employee there. I don't know if they would even do something like this at this point. I'm sure there's some way to bring it down. Um, But I just remember thinking this is the greatest experience I've ever had. I get to get like rescued from Dumbo. I got to ride it twice in a row, and ever since then, I was like, "This is the greatest place of all." Time. You were like, you were like a star, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's that's very cool. Yeah, I don't, you know, I, I hear of people getting <laughs> stuck in the haunted mansion or Pirates of the Caribbean where, where they have to walk through it, or God forbid, the um, the it's a small world getting stuck in there. Yeah. You know, but you hear stories that yeah. it happens. It's never yeah. ha- we we got stuck at the haunted mansion for ten minutes once. Yeah, and I have to say, after ten minutes, I was like, okay, we can. I, I love the ride, but it was <laughs> yeah. time to. To move along. So. I'm the annoying person that 10 minutes and if I'm with a bunch of my friends, we just start screaming, like doing like who can do the best horror scream in the ride. 
<laughs> so if you ever hear that happening when you're stuck on the Haunted Mansion, it's probably it me. Yeah. You're, you're the one who scares my kids that they never want to go on again. Thank you, Tiffany. Wait, it's not when the ride's on. It's like it's you've got to the broken. point where you're so bored that you're just like, let's just see who who has the best horror film scream. I, I got to go to Disneyland with you. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Sound like you have a lot of fun. We do. We definitely do. <laughs> um, thank you so much for joining yes. us. Yeah, we really appreciate you. it. Uh, Tiffany... DC All Access, yep. the Far, Far Away podcast on uh, Geek Nation, yep. and uh, what's a Fandango movie threesome. Mm-hmm. Really fun. I, I really enjoy that one. And uh, am I missing something? No, that's Her it. Book. Tiffany, your Tif- book's my book out, that's coming out I'm about get a first edition <laughs> copy of. Okay. Yeah, I can read up on Star to Wars to get people ready for Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. do you um, have a book coming out? Or just okay? <laughs> no. I just like I, yeah. I, I mean, I'm I putting something. that. I'm I putting I that out research. in the universe. I All will right. be writing a book. Please do. Yeah, but yeah, that's it. If Tuesdays, um, the new episodes of DC All Access go up, and we do a video every day of the week now on their YouTube page. It breaks down what DC All Access videos are going up each day. Thursdays, we do Fandango Movie Threesome on their YouTube page. Um, and then, what? oh, Far, Far Away goes up. I was like, what's the other thing that I do? <laughs> uh, literally every day is all over the place for me. I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, you seem to be a very, time. very busy person. A <laughs> little bit. I like to stay busy. Um, but yeah, if you follow me on social media, on Twitter, Instagram and Snapchat. It's at Tiffany's Tweets, and I always try and keep everybody up to date on what I'm doing and where they can watch. Yeah, it's a it's a lot of fun. She's got a lot of good stuff on there. It's, this week we've read we're up fans. and looked up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're, we're following sure. you. We're following you. So, thank you so much. Thank you. And uh, maybe can we have you in at some point? Maybe after the movie comes out. Oh my god! Yes, yeah. yeah. I will be ready to talk about it because okay. I'm probably going to see it ten times. Only ten? You disappoint we'll me. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see how many times I see okay. it. Okay. <laughs> All right. We'll see. We'll see. All right, guys. It's been it's been great. Thanks for joining us on the Disney Click. Have a magical week. Take care. Bye. The Disney Click is a Meltdown Presents production. Produced by Terry Luberoff and Mason Booker. Audio engineer, the miracle worker, Mason Booker. With your hosts, Rick Luberoff and Briars Newman. Our theme song, King of the Swingers, is performed by the Swing Ninjas and provided by freemusicarchive.org. Jazzy Frenchie is our break music and can be found on binsound.com. End credit music, Dill Pickles, is performed by the Heftone Banjo Orchestra and provided by freemusicarchive.org. Don't forget to tweet us at the Disney Click. You can also follow us on Instagram at the Disney Click. Use the hashtag Top5DisneyClick to share your own Top 5.